Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned. I'm Riley Reynolds. And I'm Brie Offenberger, and this is your guide to everything happening in entertainment this week. So definitely the biggest piece of news this week was the exclusive interview Oprah had with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. There were a lot of revelations in the interview, including the fact that there were conversations with Harry about how dark of skin Meghan and Harry's baby would have. Harry revealing that his father wasn't taking his calls, and Meghan telling us just how damaging royal life and tabloids were for her. So bad, in fact, that she had many suicidal thoughts, but wasn't able to get the therapy she needed. If there's any large takeaway from the interview, it's that we should be so happy for Meghan and Harry for getting out of that situation and finding the peace they needed while raising Archie and expecting baby number two, which they revealed in the interview to be a girl. We can also take away the fact that the queen doesn't have anything to do with the BS that the couple are going through, as Harry insisted that she has handled the situation with a lot of grace and that she's really being influenced by the people around her. In a statement in response to the interview, the Queen said, The whole family is saddened to learn the full extent of how challenging the last few years have been for Harry and Meghan. The issues raised, particularly that of race, are concerning. While some recollections may vary, they are taken very seriously and will be addressed by the family privately. Harry, Meghan, and Archie will always be much-loved family members. Harry also talked about how he was financially cut off and is using the money his mother left him in her death to buy security for his family after the royal family refused to do that for them as well. It's so heartbreaking to me that Harry's father and the rest of the family aren't seeing the parallels between Diana and Meghan and taking the situation more seriously. But everything is starting to work out for the gorgeous couple. Now on to some more surprising news. The Queen's Gambit, which was the most talked about Netflix release of 2020, is about to become a musical. Walter Tevis's novel turned Netflix hit centers around an orphan who's a chess prodigy, documenting her journey, journey around the world and her rise in the world of chess. Now, thanks to Level Forward acquiring the theatrical stage rights to the novel, the familiar story will now include singing, dancing, you know, all the works. Level Forward's stage credits include Oklahoma, What the Constitution Means to Me, and Slave Play. Personally, I've never seen the show nor read the novel, but I know by now as if I wrote it myself. Will this be a good musical? I have my doubts. I'm no musical theater virtuoso. That's more of Riley's thing. But I have a hard time believing this will rock my world, but I guess we'll see. And moving on to some rather unrelated news, Queen Cardi B is the first female rapper to achieve a Diamond Single Award for Bodak Yellow through the Recording Industry Association of America. This means the song has moved 10 million units. She might get another one with her WAP collab with Megan Thee Stallion, as the song is about halfway there already. In a statement about the diamond status, Cardi said, I just want to say thank you guys so much, because without you guys, it wouldn't have happened. It really made my day, and it really uplifted me, she told the Barty gang. The outpour of celebrity support was also so lovely to see, including people like Lil Yachty, G-Eazy, and Kodak Black. Proud of you, Cardi, and it's about time a female rapper reached this status. Switching gears completely to some disappointing news, International Women's Day was celebrated Monday, and while most people were sharing their appreciation for their female loved ones, Burger King was offering some sexist remarks. The brand took out a full-page ad in the New York Times in an attempt to celebrate the day, but here's what it started with, quote, women belong in the kitchen. The ad goes on to say, quote, yet only 20% of chefs are women. We're on a mission to change the gender ratio in the restaurant industry by empowering female employees with the opportunity to pursue a culinary career. 
It finished by saying they're going to create a scholarship that will support female Burger King employees and pursuing culinary jobs i see their intent but wow the delivery was insanely bad someone had to read that before it was sent off and raise an eyebrow someone burger king is going to suffer for a bit because of this one and honestly they deserve it better not better luck next time if you get another chance and moving on to some more celebrity news 2020 was full of a lot of surprises but one surprise was chloe sevigny secretly getting married the actress model and og it girl took to instagram to celebrate her one-year wedding anniversary with art dealer sinisa makovic in the post of the two of them at city hall in new york city she said quote married on a monday march 9th 2020 happy one year anniversary my love the couple's two-year relationship also brought them a beautiful son in May 2020, two months after getting married. We should all stand Chloe Sevigny five ever. Now on to some more happy news. A few episodes ago, unfortunately, we talked about the death of musician and producer Sophie. Now, the late icon is being commemorated with her own Bratz doll. Unfortunately, the doll doesn't seem to be available for purchase, but it is the first installment of the Bratz Diary series, which seeks to highlight the careers of inspirational figures in the limelight. Part of the homage paid also includes a 2000s-esque collage of her achievements from her debut album to her coming out as a trans woman in 2017. I would definitely buy one if they were for sale, but since I can't, I will be supporting Bratz's campaign from afar. And moving on to some rather adorable news, Alan Kim, the cutest young actor from the film Minari, won the Critics' Choice Award for Best Young Performer. Sporting the most adorable suit and bow tie, he gave such a heartwarming speech thanking everyone important to him and from the film, and then he burst into tears because he was so overwhelmed with joy. Through tears, he said, quote, I hope I will be in another movie soon. Is this a dream? I hope it's not a dream. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen, and I absolutely stand this little man. Now on to some news that literally makes me want to rip my hair out. Former Fifth Harmony member turned successful solo artist Camille Cabello has revealed she's been attending, quote, racist healing sessions for more, th more than a year after her old Tumblr post that contained racism resurfaced. Cabello has joined the National Compadres Network's program after apologizing in late 2019 when she promised she would work to educate herself. She told People Magazine, quote, You get corrected, you have homework, and you learn. That's how you move forward. Now I know better, so I can do better. Literally, how hard is it to just be a good person? Cabello is also racist toward her own former bandmate, Normani. Is it that hard to be nice and respectable? Why does Cabello still have fans? I don't get it. I hope you continue to, quote, improve, Camilla, but I hope your career plummets in the meantime. Speaking of another plummeting career, this seems really long overdue, but Piers Morgan is finally off of Good Morning Britain after quitting the show. ITV made a statement saying, quote, following discussions with ITV, Piers Morgan has decided now is the time to leave Good Morning Britain. ITV has accepted this decision and has nothing further to add. After his comments about Meghan Markle prompted backlash and an investigation from the United Kingdom's media regulator, Morgan was absolutely skewered by a co-host of the show for his incessant criticism of the ex-royal couple following their interview with Oprah. When Meghan talked about having suicidal thoughts during the interview, Morgan questioned on the show whether or not she was being truthful, saying he doesn't believe her. This is a new low even for him. 
After sparking suicidal thoughts in actress Jamila Jamil from The Good Place, you'd think he would learn. But I'm glad he's off Good Morning Britain, and honestly, good riddance to him. Changing gears completely, add Zayn Malik to the list of artists upset with the Grammys. On Tuesday, the former One Direction member, now a solo artist, tweeted the following, quote, F the Grammys and everyone associated. Unless you shake hands and send gifts, there's no nomination considerations. Next year, I'll send you a basket of confectionery. Fans started wondering if he was mad since he received no nominations for his latest album, No One Is Listening, even though it was ineligible. About six hours later, he clarified, quote, My tweet was not personal or about eligibility, but was about the need for inclusion and the lack of transparency of the nomination process and the space that creates and allows favoritism, racism, and networking politics to influence the voting process. That's better. He can't be mad if his album isn't eligible, but it's clear that since The Weeknd, who had one of the top albums of the year, who didn't receive any nominations, that there is definitely a race problem, among other things. The only reason I'm personally watching is because of Phoebe Bridgers, but Malik brings up a good point, and the Grammys should know to do better. I feel like that's the same for all award shows. They just need to kind of learn and progress. But we are moving on to another piece of sad news. After voguing for two seasons with the iconic characters of Pose, the stellar FX show will come to an end after its third season. The last season is shorter, with seven episodes, and will debut May 2nd at 10 p.m. In a statement, Stephen Canals, executive producer, writer, director, and co-creator of Pose, said, quote, At the time, we weren't seeing very many Black and Latinx characters that happened to also be LGBTQ+ populating screens and so i wrote the first draft of a pilot the younger me deserved pose was conceived as a love letter to the underground new york ballroom community to my beloved new york to my queer and trans family to myself i along with my incredible collaborators never intended on changing the tv landscape i simply wanted to tell an honest story about family resilience and love how fortunate am i to have done that for three seasons I'm filled with gratitude to our intrepid writers, cast, crew, and producers who worked tirelessly to make Pose come to life. Humbled by our loyal audience, thankful to the ballroom community who trusted us to tell their story, overwhelmed by the critics who have warmly embraced us, and forever indebted to Ryan Murphy, FX, and 20th Television for changing my life. We will certainly miss seeing King Billy Porter and the rest of the iconic cast every week, but I'm glad that Orion Murphy's show is finally ending when it needs to, rather than being dragged out. Well, and what a main episode of Stay Tuned without our positive pick of the week, and this week it goes to the Powerpuff Girls. Our favorite mini-heroes are coming back with a live-action show on the CW. Dove Cameron will play Bubbles, Chloe Binet will play Blossom, and Yana Peralt will play Buttercup. These three have had their fair share of time in the limelight, so this revamped series is bound to be one to remember, and I can't wait to watch. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode of Stay Tuned. Tune in next week when we talk more about what's going on in the entertainment world.